The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with your host, Ty Maynard. We're the starting point for sales professionals and business owners who want to gain more clients, score higher margins, and not be left behind in sales and business. Now, here's Ty Maynard. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and our goal every week, as you know by now, is to help you in your quest to be the best in sales, business, and life. And we're going to continue to provide you with insight, ideas, techniques, tactics, strategies to help you continue to grow sales, grow your business, and just live life to the fullest. And as usual, I'm excited because I have a fantastic lineup as far as a guest tonight. Tonight's title is Checkup. From the neck up, making course corrections for the second half of the year. And it's amazing how fast this year is going. And as a rule, sometimes, you know, the first quarter of the year, we're really excited. It's a brand new year. So, I mean, just adrenaline has us moving forward. Then we get a, a, a few bumps and some knocks. And at the end of the first quarter and going into the second quarter, we don't seem to have that same momentum. And then sometimes by the, by the halftime of the year, or the second half, we're like, what in the heck am I doing? Why did I get involved with this? Why did I suit up? And tonight, my guest is an awesome young man that I have had the pleasure of knowing for several years now. His name is Dr. Jomo Cousins. And Jomo, in past life, is and, in, and even currently, uh, is still a motivational speaker. He motivates people every time he opens his mouth. An accomplished corporate trainer, a passionate champion of coaching in the workplace. And he's also exceptional at being a strategist. And that allows him to make practical insights to life with presentations that are unforgettable, memorable, humorous. Uh, Jomo was drafted to the NFL from Florida A&M, where he earned a degree in business economics. And while in the NFL, Dr. Jomo, he had the unique experience of working with other professionals that possessed the same amazing work ethic. And I have not seen anyone work as hard as this gentleman. He's highly motivated and he's dedicated to whatever he puts his hands to. You know, also, Jomo was also successful in developing a business called MVP Consulting. He's done several things uh, from being in real estate. He's uh, invest, doing a lot of investing. And right now, he's still making a difference in the lives of individuals. And I'd like to take this opportunity right now to welcome Jomo Cousins. Jomo, welcome to the show. Well, Ty, I, I thank you for that 
an awesome introduction, boy. You you made me you made me feel pressure right there. But uh, I thank you for it, and I, I thank you for the opportunity that you've given me tonight to, to speak to your audience. Well, it's my pleasure, and you know, I we we always encouraging each other. We talk several times a week, and uh, I tell you what's going on with me, and you always tell me what's going on with you, and we just kind of inspire each other. So I figured we may as well share what we do with each other with the rest of the world. And by the way, we literally do have people listening to us from around from around the world, and you know, Jomo. We all know that there are a lot of similarities between sports and also between business. And I know you as being an athlete, there were several times when you started a game and you always fired up at the beginning of the game. And after you take a couple of licks, you may be saying to yourself, okay, what what am I doing here? So now what, what I want us to do tonight with my audience, with my, my audience, is just kind of talk about what do you do to based on where you are now, whether you are having a great year, whether you're having a bad year, what do you do from this standpoint to assess and then finish strong or even stronger than you actually think you can? And and I know you have a lot of insight into that, and I'm just going to kind of let you get started and and share something from from your wealth of knowledge. Well, you know, it's so funny, Ty, when you said that, I thought of uh, the boxer Mike Tyson, and he had a great statement. He said, everyone has a plan until I hit them. And some of us this year have been hit. And the thing is, once you get hit, now you have to analyze your plan, your situation, how do you get here, and how do I move off from here. Another great statement I love was from Tiger Woods. He was having a bad round, and the commentator asked Tiger, he said, Tiger, uh, what do you do uh, when you hit a bad shot? Uh, what are you thinking about? He says, simply, I play the shot I got. It makes no sense worrying about how I got here. I have to play the shot I have. There are certain coaches I've heard of, and uh, they wouldn't even show you the game tape because if the tape was so bad, there was nothing for you to get from it. So what I realized right now in this season, the first thing a coach would do, he would take you to the locker room, and the first thing we do is we deal with the truth. Uh, the numbers don't lie. I have to deal with my reality because obviously – there's something that didn't go the way I planned. So I look at my numbers. It's funny. When I'd be training salespeople, I'd always go back to your numbers. Uh, how many dials does it take to make a contact? How many contacts does it take to lead? How many leads does it take to get an appointment? And I say, you know what? The reason why we have to go to the numbers is because maybe you're not doing something right, or maybe we need to tweak something, but the numbers don't lie. Here's the funny thing. In the NFL, they would look at your numbers, and based on how many contacts, physical contacts, they can get a determination of fumbles or turnovers. So the question I ask you is, have you gotten physical? Uh, Olivia Newton-John had a great song not too long ago, Let's Get Physical. So the right. coach would always take in locker room and say, guess what? We're behind right now because we're being outworked. Uh, they're reaching to, for more loose balls. They're hustling more. And you have to ask yourself, I'm here now. It's, it's coming in on the halftime, and there's something that's missing that I need to work on. So the number one thing is we have to deal with the truth. Many people don't like the truth, but the truth hurts. And the one thing I realize, if you truly want to be successful, you have to have somebody in your ear that can tell you when you're off. Mm-hmm. Uh, for there's a season in Tiger's life where he wasn't getting coached, and his his game went the same direction that his coach went south. 
So mm-hmm. we have to always be in the place to where we can deal with the truth. And many times the truth hurts. But I remember right now some of my best coaches could analyze me and say, okay, Jomo, these areas are missing, are lacking. And ultimately with it, a few tweaks, and the whole situation will turn. Now, here's the key thing to remember. We are the same people we were at the beginning of the year. At times, our situation or circumstances change, but you're the same person. Now, the right. question is, what tweaks do we have to make? And all a coach would do, we'd analyze your numbers and say, okay, look, there's an opportunity here and an opportunity there. Now, let's focus on how we can maximize this opportunity. So my first thing is, I have to deal with truth. So if right mm-hmm. now your numbers are not where you want to be, and understand this. The funny thing about it is, if you've ever been in a plane before and you see the plane, they have a plane tracker, and they show you the direction the plane is going right now, you will learn that the plane is not always going straight. But the mm-hmm. bottom line is, the plane will reach its destination. Tonight, right. in your business, it may not be going the direction you want to go. But as long as it ends up where you want to end up. So that's why it's so key that you don't get discouraged in this season. Because you might have a bad first quarter, a bad second quarter. But the last time I checked, if you have the best score after the fourth quarter, you still win. So the key mm-hmm. thing is a great coach is to keep your people inspired because the game is not over. I don't know how many people watched great games and teams came out strong, but it's not necessarily coming out strong. It's finishing strong, and that's the key ingredient, dealing with the truth. From there, we must deal with time. The mm-hmm. time window has changed. But first off, okay, now we know the truth. We're behind. We're ahead of schedule. And if you're ahead of schedule, uh, I put my foot on the pedal. Because once you have momentum, you've got to stay with momentum because momentum is so hard to get. So once you have momentum, you keep your foot on the gas pedal. You don't let up. So first right. off, I dealt with my truth. Then I want to deal with my time. What do you mean by that? Well, we don't have a whole year now. We have six and a half months. So with that, I have to uh, recalibrate my goals. Because if you had certain goals to accomplish certain things in a certain time frame, all of a sudden, you have less time. So with less time, we must create more urgency. Urgency Mm -hmm. means immediate action. So what I have to do is I have to find a way to create more urgency. I may have to do a little bit more than I'm used to doing to attain my goal. Now, ultimately, the goal is still the goal. What I used to always tell my clients, understand this. I don't care what year it is, you're going to have a few bad weeks, a few bad months. Everyone has it. Now, the ultimate thing is do not let those bad weeks, bad months, come turn into a bad year. We all will have things hit our life. We will all have storms come at us. The challenge is don't let your storm define your year. We all have them. I mean, this day, this week, I'm in the midst of so many meetings that if I'm not careful, I will lose track of my goals. But I always remember, we all will have tough weeks. The challenge right. is not to allow those weeks to turn into months. Then all of a That's... sudden, you're in a slump. It happens in baseball all the time. All of a sudden, you stop hitting. Before you know it, 
They consider you a slump, and now you can't hit anything. No, no, no. The time has changed, so now we have to increase our urgency level. You know, the one thing I, I loved about the NFL, my coach would always do, and this is what you have to do right now. Before you left the facility, they asked you three questions every day. The first question, what did you do right today? The second question, what did you do wrong today? And the third question was, how can you improve? And you never left the facility without knowing those three things. My question to your audience today is, when's the last time you really did a, neck, a checkup on the neck up? When was the last time you really asked yourself, how was I today? What did I do that was productive today? What did I do right? What did I do wrong? And how can I improve? And once you get honest with yourself, now this is the beginning of, uh, of, of your second half progression because you don't have time for bad days now. Every mm -hmm. day is important. Every day has a value to it. So now I have to be more judicious in my time. I have to be, I have to be a, a steward over my time because I realize my goal is still the goal. And whatever that is for you, don't let this time flee. You have to, as they carpe them, seize the day. That's it. That's it. And that's, you made so many great points and I took so many great notes. And I hope whoever's listening right now that you actually grab a pad and a pen because there are tremendous nuggets here. And, you know, one of the comments you made, and we're going to go into a break in just a moment, Joe, and we'll come back on the other side. But a lot of people think the success line is a straight line. You go from point A to point B and they don't realize that the line of success is a wavy line. It goes around in circles. It goes up, goes down, but it, it ultimately gets to its final destination. And I want to talk more about that. And you, you said a couple of things. When, when, once you've gotten hit a few times, uh, it's not unnatural to get tired. You know, and, and another famous coach, Vince Lombardi, he made an awesome comment that we'll talk about in greater detail. He said, he said fatigue makes cowards of us all. So we're going to continue to talk about the checkup from the neck up because sometimes the greatest battle and the greatest victory is in our mind. And it's time for us to take a short break right now. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and we're on the Voice America Business Channel. Stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. We spend 70% of our week in the office. What is the difference between enjoying your job and enduring it? The number one motivator is a positive work environment. And that's where Real Recognition Radio comes in. Join your hosts, Roy Saunderson and S. Max Brown, as they take a look at the positive factors of the workplace, such as employee rewards, recognition, incentives, and much more. Tune in to Real Recognition Radio, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. We spend 70% of our week in the office. What is the difference between enjoying your job and enduring it? The number one motivator is a positive work environment. And that's where Real Recognition Radio comes in. 
Join your hosts, Roy Saunderson and S. Max Brown, as they take a look at the positive factors of the workplace, such as employee rewards, recognition, incentives, and much more. Tune into Real Recognition Radio, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Everybody needs expert advice when they look to develop their personal brand. Join Rochelle McCrary for The Leader and the Muse. Rochelle and her guests will bring you practical tips and tools to help you build your brand in ways that propel you into greater personal and business success. For strategies, stories, and much more, tune in to the Voice America Business Channel every Friday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time for The Leader and the Muse. And get ready to take your brand to the next level. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard. I'm your host, Ty Maynard, and we have Dr. Jomo Cousins uh, on the show with us, and we're talking about checkup from the neck up. Okay, how to assess and make mid-course corrections to fin- finish the second half of the year strong or stronger than you expect it to. And, you know, Jomo, before the break, we were talking about when when things are going right, it's, it's human nature. We all get there where we just get fatigued. We get fatigued in the mind, and that makes us fatigued physically. And I, I, was, I said before the break that Vince Lombardi once said, fatigue makes cowards of us all. We want to quit. So, so talk to us about what do you do at this point of the year? when maybe it's not going well, and you just feel tired. You know, you don't feel you have it in you to continue to push anymore. Get, talk to us about that. Well, that is a, a real feeling, a real emotion. I remember the, many times in the first couple, uh, the first quarter of the game, you feel like you're exhausted. Uh, many runners call a runner's high. Uh, initially, you feel so tired, but if you could just get past that, uh, you hit this thing called the runner's high where you could run forever. I remember when I was uh, with the Arizona Cardinals in that particular game, we were in Oakland, and uh, we were down, and um, everybody on the field was dead tired. And uh, we had a safety. He was a rookie that year, and I was a rookie. And his name was Pat Tillman. Many have heard of Pat Tillman. He was the airborne ranger, the NFL player that left an NFL contract to go to war after 9-11. And... Uh, incredible human being and in that midst of everyone being tired uh we got in the huddle and, and pat said a few choice words to us uh they were not um they were cuss words but they were <laughs> they were words that were used at the right time and it was much like get your fight 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 and within the next play pat hit somebody made contact fumbled the ball and we all cheered it, it changed the momentum. So what I realize is 
Uh, when I feel tired, I realize I need something to change momentum. And ultimately, what I do for my life is I go back to my vision. Why am I doing this? Because understand this, there will be days when you're tired, discouraged, you want to quit. I remember flying all across the country uh, for speaking engagements and coaching engagements, and I realized that sometimes I got tired. But what I always had, I had a picture, a picture of the house, a picture of the kids, a picture of the dreams, a picture of what I wanted to do uh, before I left this earth. And when I got tired, I, I took my pictures out, and I reminded myself of all the goals and dreams and ambitions I had. And all of a sudden, I got this little, uh, this little spark of fire, and I realized, you know what, it's worth it. Understand, if you don't have something that you're willing to die for, it, you haven't started living yet. So I realized, okay, I have a, a lovely wife. I got these three kids. I've got to make this thing happen. And I've realized this over and over again. And I'd always ask myself, is there anyone who's alive today that I'm willing to die for? Absolutely. I would die for my family. So if I can die for my family, why can't I live for my family? What does that mean? The days I don't feel like making a contact, I put a picture of my family up and next to the phone. Now, who will I rather be more disappointed with, uh, my family or calling somebody? Well, guess what? i got to make this call. Understand this. It was a simple system when I used to coach people. I, my system was make the call. It wasn't deep. But the bottom line is the easiest things to do are also the hardest things to do. Yes, it's simple, but yet still we don't do it. Understand this. We know what to do, yet we don't do what we know. We understand that fatigue is a part of the process. If I told you right now that you're going to, you know, make 100 contacts, you're going to get 20 transactions or 40 transactions, whatever your ratio is for you, would it really matter if it was the first 20 or the last 20, the first 40, the last 40? At the end of the day, you got your goal. So ultimately, fatigue is something that will occur but we have to have a built-in vision, a built-in plan. That's why in the military, they take you through this thing called boot camp. And during boot camp, they have these things called hell week. Why? Because they know that if you go into war, there will be certain days where it's going to feel like hell. And they want you to have a recollection, a memory that, guess what? You did it then, and you can do it now. So what I realized, when fatigue hits me, I go back into my Rolodex and say, you know what? Two years ago, I felt this before. I know what to do about this. So understand this. The trials of life will all hit us. The storms will hit us. The slumps will hit us. But understand this, and I love this. Um, I had a great player in Arizona, a great friend of mine, uh, Aeneas Williams. And um, that first year, I, did, I wasn't doing too well. And he came and gave me a quick pep talk. And he said this. He says, I worked out with Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice um, most notably probably the greatest receiver of all time. And he said, when I worked out with Jerry, he would always just keep pushing. Then he worked out with Chris Carter from the Minnesota Vikings. And he says, these two guys would try to wake up earlier than each other. Now, Jerry is in California. Uh, Chris was in Minnesota or Miami training. And they would compete because here's the reality. He said, guess what? I know if I'm sleeping, Chris is working. I know if Terry's sleeping, Chris is working. What do you say? If you don't want it, somebody else does. Right. If you don't want it, guess what? Somebody else does. And I've realized this. We're in a global economy. Competition is here. So I realized that fatigue's a part of the game. But if you're down, 
You can stay down for 24 to 48 hours, okay? I'll give you the pass. You can order the Haagen-Dazs, order the pizza, have your pity party. But after those 24 to 40 hours, you come out swinging. <laughs> yes. Because yes. this battle called sales is not for the faint of heart. And you will have bad days. But the challenge is not to turn bad days into bad weeks. So for sports, we turn a press. We've got to turn up the heat. We've got to change something. Because if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. So I've learned, we turn up the intensity. When I was in football, what the coach would do? The coach would start blitzing. He would do something different. Because what we're doing right now is not working. But fatigue, it's a part of the game. So whenever I'm tired or weary, I always go back to the vision. And you need to have a vision board or something that's visual in front of you. When you don't feel like doing it, you look at it, and it motivates you. Some of you, it's the plane. Some of you, it's the yacht. Some of you, it's the car. Some of you, it's the kids. Some of you, it's a legacy. But you have to have something that will drive you. Thomas Hitman Hearns, the great boxer, he had a great statement. And it's about fatigue. And they asked him, Thomas, what do you do? when you don't feel like training? And he said, that's a great question. He says, on the days I feel like training, I train. And on the days I don't feel like training, I train twice as hard, twice as hard because that's what separates the good from the great. Because we all will have fatigue. The challenge is, what do you do when it hits your doorstep? Because it will hit us all. So that's he right. learned... When fatigue hits, you turn up the intensity. You know, that's a great point, Jomo, because I, I call you call it vision and I call it uh, purpose. And, yep. you know, a goal, the goals we have are the things we set at the beginning of the year that really inspire us and then we're excited about. It. And the goals are the warm and fuzzy things. If I, if I accomplish this, I want this, uh, or I'll get to go this place. So those are goals. Goals can't really sustain us. That thing you call vision or I call purpose, and, okay. and the definition I used of purpose is someone or something that if I had to face them in defeat, facing them in defeat would be more painful to me then what I would have to go through to be successful, then the cost of success. So like, like you, for me, it's, it's always family. And I have to face my family in defeat. Uh, I'll do what I need to in order to, to make sure that doesn't happen. And, and the things that we fear the most, really, especially in business and sales, they don't kill us. None of the things that we fail at or fall short at, we're not going to die from. It's not that serious, you know. Um, it, it, we we aren't going to get hurt, exactly. you know. And and I think one of the biggest things I've learned, and you, and you can you can correct me on this, but well, we got a couple of minutes. But I've learned to laugh at myself. And 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 one of the things I know about you and I is the fact that we are very critical on ourselves. We're always examining ourselves. I'll call you one day and, and say, hey, how you do? You say, man, I, I I don't think I did as good as I could do on it. I'm going to work on it. And I'll say to you, i say, yeah, man, you know what? I I think I could do better on this. But So it's good to have someone around you that's like-minded. You know, our friend Dell, he had this statement, who you network with will determine your net worth. Correct. So, so who do you have around you? Who are you rubbing elbows and shoulders with every day. Are they of the woe is me 
crowd, you know, are they singing nobody knows the trouble I see? Uh, because there are times we'll encourage each other, you know. Um, so what are your thoughts about it? We have another minute before we go to break. Can you well, elaborate on that uh, for a second? You will become what you, who you surround yourself and what you read is who you'll become. So we are the average of our friends. So right now, if you were to write down on a piece of paper, the three or four people that you spend the most time with, you will be the average of that. So what I realize is if you're the smartest person in your circle, you need a new circle. Right. <laughs> because if everyone has your problem, then no one has your answer. Come on. So I have to readjust myself and say, okay, I need to put myself in a different circle to where I can gleam some wisdom and I can get some correction. I've realized that many people don't like correction or, be, or, or for people to be critical. But the NFL has taught me that. My coaches would cuss me, call me every name but Jomo. But I realized this. Their job was to get the best out of me. And some of us don't like critical critique. But the challenge is you can't get to the next level unless you deal with the truth. And sometimes the truth hurts. You're not cutting it. You're not pulling your weight. You're not doing your job. And so I've learned I'd rather tell myself that before someone else does. So right. I'd rather be critical on myself because I, I forgot who, who quoted this, but if you can be hard on yourself, life will be easy on you. Yep. And if you are easy on yourself, life <laughs> will be hard on you. So the, the option is ours. And if, if, if we're willing to do the tough stuff, I'm telling you, life is going to be far more rewarding. And that was Zig Ziglar who, who said that a long time ago. And I, and I've been thinking about that. That's one of my favorite quotes for the last 30, almost 32 years. And Jomo, the time is going by fast. It's just like when we normally talk to each other. We kind of look up and like, okay, where did the time go? But it's, it's time for us to take another short break. This is Ty Maynard and you're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll talk to you on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Tune in for What About Wealth every week to learn the vital answers to your questions about creating wealth, investing it, donating it, and protecting it. Your hosts are Rich Bloomfield and Rick Durfee, who explain the principles that govern wealth in terms you can understand. Building and preserving positive wealth requires correct action, but few people know how wealth really works. Listen every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and find the answers you need about wealth. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? 
Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at tymaynergroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and my guest today is Jomo Cousins. Jomo is a, a former business uh, entrepreneur, investor. He played with the NFL. And this show today is we're kind of assessing where we are in the year because the year is going by really, really fast, at least in my book. And some of us are doing better than we expected. Some of us are doing worse than we expected. And at any rate, we have to look at where we are currently, and sometimes we have to make adjustments. Either we have to uh, pump it up because we're doing extremely well and we want to finish stronger, or we may have to change the game just to make sure we finish on goal. So we were just talking about what gives us that desire just to keep moving when, oh, it just gets rough. You know, and, and Joma, I had a situation one time where I had a young lady that I was coaching, and she was exceptional in getting through the top executives. Uh, she, if she called ten executives, she got seven appointments. Um, absolutely amazing. And then one time, she uh, got an appointment with an executive, but this time she called directly and kind of bypassed the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper was not in that particular day. And when the gatekeeper saw that someone was going to be speaking to her boss without going through her, she called the salesperson and basically just tore her apart. How dare you call and speak directly to the CEO of this company? Don't you ever do that again? Don't you? I mean, just tore her up. And as a result of how rough that lady was with her, we couldn't get her to get back on the phone. Uh, and as a result, she ended up leaving a profession that she was really skillful at. Now, here was someone that she probably would, this, this woman was even having a rough day, and we run into some people who are like that every day, and they're just having a rough or bad life. But she let someone who she would probably never, ever see impact her life. So what are your thoughts? Share some, some, some thoughts with us on, on the topic that I just kind of mentioned. Well, you know, it's so funny that you mentioned that. <clears throat> I'd always say deal with rejection as normal. It's a part of the process, a part of the game. And I'd always tell this story, and it, all, it, was, it was simple. When I, if you're in the NFL, and the position I played was defensive end, if you got one sack a game, a sack is where you tackle the quarterback in the backfield, if you just got one sack a game, uh, you'd be an all-pro. That'd be 16 sacks. You'd be an all-pro. But an average game, 
uh, you have 80 plays. So for 80 plays, I get through one time and get a sack. That is success. It's amazing to me that, and, and that in our in business, people can have much better odds than that and will not feel successful. Mm-hmm. And here's the challenge that I always tell people. On the 80 plays, and if I just got one sack, it would be successful. Now, how much effort did I have to give on every play? Maximum. 100 plus, that's right. <laughs> because you never know which play you're going to get your breakthrough. So what I realized is I would chase the quarterback, rejection. I'd get hit, rejection. I'd get knocked down, rejection. The greatest running back of all time, he fell down every four and a half yards, but he got back up. The question is not whether or not you're going to get knocked down. The question is, will you get back up? Because in life, you will get knocked down. The challenge is, what will I do to get back up? Rejection is normal. It's a part of the game. It's a part of life. So when I get in this game, I realize that I have to deal with rejection. So I would already program uh, and, and all my clients. Say, Look, understand this. Rejection is a part of the game. It's a part of it. And some days will be good and some days will be bad. But understand, in the end, you win because it is a numbers game. Right. And we're playing a numbers game. As long as we understand our numbers, we don't get too high. We don't get too low. We stay even keel because we understand that we win. And many times, people quit before their breakthrough. Rejection is normal and deal with it. Rejection is normal and deal with it. And here's the funny thing. It's funny that we will tell our children, you can do it. Keep going. Keep trying. I mean, how many times we fall down when we're trying to learn how to ride our bike? And we kept on trying. We've got our knees skinned up. We've got our elbows skinned up. Oh, we bust our mouth. But we kept on trying. And one day we could ride. And then you might have got promoted into a wheelie or you rode with no handlebars or you just rode. But guess what? It took some bumps and bruises to get there. The challenge is, I realize as we get older, we are less adverse to risk. The younger mm-hmm. we are, we're more risky. So the challenge is, you have to make sure you have a conscious effort that you you're keep pushing yourself. And, and here's the other challenge. We have some high producers. They're ahead of the curve right now. What I tell my clients, you know, some clients were super producers. And I say, okay, let's build your plan on a 10-month plan. You push for 10 months, you take two months off. You know what happened? They hit their goals because they wanted a vacation. Mm-hmm. There's many mm-hmm. ways to motivate. If you're ahead of the schedule, man, knock it out the park and take your time off. There's many ways to go at it, but my premise is always keep pushing yourself. Because you never know how far you're going to go. And here's the key thing. If you're not the number one producer in the world, you have work to do. If you're not number one in your category, you have work to do. Never get complacent. Never get satisfied. Complacency, uh, as soon as that complacent spirit gets in you, oh, my gosh, uh, things start to tumble. So I've always been trying to push and push and say, look, uh, you can do it now. Obviously, you want to enjoy the process, but at the same time, you don't want to get lax. Right, right. You know, it's interesting because I've, I'm talking to people every day on the phone, and you just said a couple of things that made me think. I spoke with one gentleman. It's like they continue to give him uh, every year the worst territory, and he continues to 
turn the worst territory into the best territory. And he was getting a little frustrated. I say, well, really, all they're doing is promoting you. Because if at some point they don't appreciate what you're doing, somebody else will. Somebody else will pay you and recognize. I say, so all you're doing is, is getting stronger and more skillful. Think about it. You continue to take a team that's struggling and turn them into champions. I say that's tremendous value. So that's basically what you're saying also. And uh, along with that, when when you get tired, um, I found when I don't want to do something and I make myself go ahead and do it, I'm always glad I did it afterwards. Wow. I always feel better. I always feel exhilarated, whether it's get up to exercise or there's a call I'm dreading to make. Once I make the call, whether the call went well or whether it went bad, I feel better about myself afterwards. And Correct. I'm now more inspired to make the next call. Correct. Have you I've experienced something lesson. like that? No, absolutely. I've learned that lesson many times when I, I needed to make a call I didn't want to make. I did it quickly. Because what I realized is when you have that tough call that you need to make and you don't make it, for some reason you stay preoccupied with that call for days and weeks. And before you know it, it's, t- it's zapping energy. And especially if you're behind. If you're behind, you have to deal with your business with a different level of urgency. You have to deal with things. So some days you don't want to deal with things. Deal with them. Put them to bed because, see, now you are what you do. Okay, we're now we have six and a half months to go. I'm analyzing everything. I'm valuing my time more. I cannot waste time because if I've wasted time in the first half, I cannot redeem that time. So this second half, I have to be tunnel vision. You can catch up. No doubt about it. It's been seen over and over and over again. I've seen people catch up in the last quarter, three bad quarters, and made it up in one quarter. Understand, that's a rarity, and you don't want to put that kind of pressure on yourself. But a half, you can get it done. But you have to really assess your time and eliminate any things that are not high dollar per hour activities. Right. And, and you know, you just made a great point because... The key is to not worry about the play that just finished. Come on. To not look at the clock, but to put emphasis on the one play that you're about to play right now. And, and, and give that your best because you don't know based on the efforts what the outcome's going to be. You know, I, and, and I'm sure you've seen it far more times than I have because you were on the gridiron. But how many times did a team look like it was over, but somebody just put through some extra effort and they caused or created a fumble. And that was the, that was the catalyst that turned the whole thing around. We don't know by going to this networking function who we're going to meet. And that was the person we need to meet that can make all the difference in our business for this particular year. It's amazing you say that because you're one person away from your breakthrough. You're one person away. So now the question is, how are you attacking your days? I remember there was a season in my life when I first started training, and I would have to drive an hour and 15 minutes to work. And this is early, early. And in that season, I said, okay, I'm going to get every book. I'm going to put it in the CD player, and I'm just going to be a sponge. I'm going to learn. I'm going to grow. I'm going to learn. I'm going to grow. And in that season, I pushed myself. 
And it was a tough season. But when I came out of that season, I came out incredibly powerful. Wisdom, knowledge, insight, it didn't matter what came at me. But, so what, I, what am I saying to you is all things are working together. So even right now, if the first quarter was not what you wanted to be, the second quarter wasn't what you'd be, it's going to provide the fuel for you to knock it out of the park this quarter. Because if nothing else, you learned what didn't work. Right. <laughs> you learned what you did like. You learned what you needed to change. So with that, now you have the tools to formulate a plan for the third quarter. Okay, uh, my, my past client, that worked. Okay, uh, the marketing was for email, that didn't work. And you can start, you can hone your game down because what I realized, uh, when we weren't playing well, our coach would go back to the basic plays that we did well. So ask yourself, okay, what am I good at? What am I doing with the best ability? And you may have to simplify it for a season. But if you're going to simplify it, then you have to do it with mass numbers. Increase mm-hmm. the intensity. It's time for a full-court press. In basketball, they put on a full-court press when a team's behind. Now, here's the challenge. You can't do it the whole game because you're going to burn a team out. But you can right. do it for spurts. You can do it for yes. spurts. And if you're behind right now, it's time for a spurt. You need to do something to change the momentum, something to change the tide. Bobby Bowden, the great coach for Florida State, uh, one of my friends, he was uh, he's a receiver. He was supposed to catch the ball. He didn't catch the ball. So he came over to the sidelines and he told Coach Bobby Bowden, he says, Coach, um, when I went to grab the, bo- the ball, the, the guy hit my arm. It should have been a foul. And Bobby Bowden turned away from him and looked at him and said, Son, don't tell me how rocky the sea is. Just bring the ship in. And I've come to tell your audience, don't tell me how rocky the sea is. It's time to bring the ship in. The Dow has broken records the last two days. Today it was down. But guess what? No money has left the earth. (laughs) No money has left. The only question is whose pocket it's in. All right. Come on now. It should be yours. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, listen. Uh, we got one more segment, Jomo. <laughs> this is good stuff, man. We may have to continue this after the call. Uh, but it's time for us to take a short break. This is Ty Maynard, and you're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard. I am your host, and my guest is Jomo Cousins, and you're listening to us on the Voice America Business Channel. Stay tuned. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network if you want to know about investing in emerging and frontier markets or if you have experience in this field but still need to know more tune into emerging and frontier markets investing with gavin graham Gavin explores news, current trends, and insights about both categories of investing. His guest experts, along with his own knowledge, will help you stay above the line when it comes to growth potential, whether in funds or equities. He will look at what to invest in and avoid. Tune in to Emerging and Frontier Markets Investing with Gavin Graham every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Are you feeling slammed and suckered in today's stock market? 
If so, then you need to tune in to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel. Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, Jordan Kimmel will train you in what you can do to beat up the big boys on Wall Street, as well as share his secrets to success so that you can buy and sell like a profit-pumping pro. Grab the bull market by the horns and listen to Profitable Investing with Jordan Kimmel. Every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the bottom line in business talk, Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with Ty Maynard. I'm your host, Ty Maynard, and my guest today is Jomo Cousins, ex-NFL player, business executive, entrepreneur, investor, and we're going to talk about what Jomo is doing uh, in, a, in a few moments now. But Jomo, if that was one parting uh, shot you would have for the audience. You know, we're talking about checkup from the neck up. The b- biggest battle we can have is win is the really the the battle of ourselves. What parting shot would you would you share with our audience today? You know, one of the greatest statements the coach ever told me was this: the third quarter is just the first quarter of the second half. <laughs> okay. The third quarter is just the first quarter of the second half. And he simplified it this way. Just win this quarter. We'll worry about whatever later, but just win this quarter. Mm-hmm. Much like just win this play. Don't worry about the next play. Don't worry about the next. Just focus on this play. Just focus on this quarter. So I tell you today, no matter where you are in regards to your numbers, just focus on this quarter. Win this quarter. Because guess what? If you can win this quarter, you can win the game. doesn't matter how far behind you are. All you have to do is win this quarter. So what happened is it gets you so keyed in that before you know it, you're ahead. Yep. Once you're ahead, now you have momentum. So he almost got to the point to where you didn't even remember you had a bad first half. Right. And then once you started playing well, responding well, it was over with. And, you know, that's a great point. I had a, a gentleman that went through my class in August several years ago. And through August, he was not doing well. And after the class, he had four months left and ended up being one of the top reps in the company with with four months left. So that's that's an excellent point. If if it's looking rough for you right now and you don't see uh, an in, you don't see an out on how you're going to turn this thing around, all you have to do is focus on doing your best every day. That's it. All you have to do is focus on the day you're in. Forget about yesterday and don't worry about tomorrow, but give today. 
your best and then tomorrow give that day the best and you'll be amazing. It'll be you'll be amazed how quick you can pull yourself out of a pretty negative looking situation. And Joma, we have just a, a a few minutes left, so I'm just curious. Could you share some books? Can you think of any books or magazines or any types of periodicals that uh, can help them with the mindset or ideas to 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 finish this year strong or stronger? I know I love uh, John Maxwell's John Maxwell's book uh, Attitude. I also like uh, Todd Duncan's book High Trust Selling. And uh, Colin's book, Good to Great. The last book I really enjoyed was uh, Napoleon Hill, Outwitting the Devil. Yes. On fear. The main key of it is on fear and how ultimately fear is a thing that stops us from being all that we're supposed to be. And fear is a monster. It's there. And the challenge is how do we walk it out in spite of all the fears that may come at you. Very good, very good. And and <clears throat> a lot of times when I, you know, we we read that book also together, Outwitting, uh, it's W-I-T-T-I-N-G, because sometimes it sounds like we're saying outwinning the devil. So it's Outwitting by Napoleon Hill, Outwitting the Devil. So that's good stuff. And, and Jomo, uh, several years ago, you started a, a, a new adventure and it's, I've had an opportunity to just watch you blossom. You're now a pastor in yeah. uh, the Tampa, Florida area. And in listening to you probably for the last 50 minutes or so, most people may have heard it, <laughs> you know, because you're so inspiring. Uh, but can you give the audience uh, some ways to contact you or to uh, listen to you further to just get inspired and, and encouraged? Well, uh, they could always get me on Facebook. Uh, it's just my name, Jomo Cousins, J-O-M-O-C-O-U-S-I-N-S. Just like me on Facebook. Um, I'm there all the time or uh, on Twitter, Dr. Jomo or Pastor Jomo uh, on Twitter. Our church website is uh, lfcc.tv, lfcc.tv, and uh, I just love trying to help people get to where they need to be. Right, right, right. And and if you're in the Tampa area, that's uh, Love First Christian Center uh, in Riverview, Florida, and you will not be disappointed. I can I can guarantee you that uh, as as you've done in all of your other careers and professions, you're making the same type of positive Im- impact as a pastor. So I just want to thank you. And as a oh, matter of fact, my pastor. So I appreciate, uh, it. I appreciate uh, it. Oh, no, I appreciate it. But I just want to, to to wrap this up tonight and just let you know that it doesn't matter what you're going through. It's really about what you're going to. And I heard uh, Lou Holt say one time, he said, it's not a sin to get down, but it's a sin to stay down. Well, so, as as Jomo said, you know, what are you listening to? What are you watching? Uh, because you want to, during tough times, you want to infuse yourself with being around the right people, listening to the right things, watching the right things. Anything that's negative, now is not the time. Okay, stay positive. Make your vehicle a university on wheels. We're listening to things uh, all the time on how we can get better, be better. Don't don't be afraid to 
analyze yourself. All right. Ask yourself, what can I do differently? Ask your customers, what can I do differently? How can I better serve you? How can I be a, a better business ally to help you grow? That one question, they can give you some ideas or some thoughts that can help take grow your business exponentially. But we don't want to hear the tough stuff. So we would rather not ask, and then we'll continue to, to suffer in silence and waddle around in mediocrity. So as I mentioned, the, the, the purpose of this show is to help you to continue to grow, to continue to help you be the best you can possibly be in sales, business, and life. And we have a book called Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. That, that, the radio show came after the book, but check it out. It's on Amazon or you can go to my website, tymaynardgroup.com. Get a copy because it's inspirational and it has a lot of insight that will help you in your quest to be the best. Our time is up again. And Jomo, thanks again for being on the no show. Problem. And I promise no you problem. this will not be the last time. All right, that we will we will tag team them, okay, and all and good. involve all them good. in one of our usual conversations. All and good. All good. yes, sir, yes, sir. So we will talk to you next week. But you know, in the meantime, in the meantime, in the meantime, forget patience. Let's sell something. Talk to you next week. Thanks again for tuning in to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. Ty Maynard will be back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We look forward to you joining us then. In the meantime, forget patience, let's sell something.